God has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Well, he's, a, he's famous for his amazing miracles, for his generous-hearted character, kind, yet with a deep sense of justice for his ability to bring the warmth of love into a world that seems to grow ever colder. And yet, there's actually far less written about his early years. Just mention of the odd animal grazing nearby. But at this time of year, particularly this year, we focus on his origins on his early years, on his appearing. I am, of course, speaking of Willy Wonka. (laughs) The big Christmas film of the year, the prequel to Roald Dahl's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wonka has been made by the same team behind those legendary films, Paddington and Paddington 2. Many of the same actors are involved. In fact, in many ways, it's like a sort of a, a rerun of Paddington, just with less marmalade and a different shaped hat. But tonight, uh, rather than sort of rushing off down to the Clapham Picture House, we're focusing on another appearing. Not the appearing of Willy Wonka, but the appearing of Jesus Christ. In our last reading that Fiona just read for us, the Apostle Paul, he, he, he doesn't describe the events of that first Christmas. There was no mention in that reading of Mary or Joseph or angels or shepherds or wise men or donkeys, but he's still writing about Christmas, all right. Just have a look what he writes. He talks of the appearing of our Saviour, Christ Jesus. The appearing. Now, why did Willy Wonka appear? Willy Wonka tells us in the film that every good thing in this world starts with a dream. And his dream, Willy Wonka's dream, that the reason for his appearing is to bring hope to this world through the wonder of his chocolate. As one of the many film critics writes, to Willie, chocolate is no mere confectionery treat. It's a religion. Something that will elevate you and change your day, your, your mood, your life. In the film, one of his chocolates is called Silver Lining. There it is up on the screen. It looks pretty scrumptious, doesn't it? You want to get right into it. And Willy Wonka tells people that this chocolate, Silver Lining, He says it helps you to see the faint ray of hope beyond the shadow of despair. Quite something for a chocolate, isn't it? (laughs) To see the faint ray of hope beyond the shadow of despair. 
Now, we could go all sort of Scrooge and Grinch about it and say, what a load of tosh, you know, Willy Wonka's just make-believe, but most of us don't. That the film gets five-star reviews from The Guardian, from The Evening Standard, from The Telegraph, uh, four stars from Empire and The Independent. Uh, many of these hardened film critics, they're admitting to shedding tears as they watch the film. Everyone seems to love the film. Everyone apart from the Times critic, Kevin Mayer, who gave it two stars, and he writes, the entire experience is as hollow as an Easter egg. Bah humbug. Now, the reason that, that most people, apart from Kevin Mayer, that most people are rating this film so highly is that it taps into our greatest desire. In a world of personal and public feuding. In a world of individual pain and international conflict. In a world where so often, so much of what we do, it seems to come back to bite us. Just ask Boris Johnson this last week. In a world where the daily traumas in Ukraine and Israel and Palestine seem to now be almost expected every single day into such a world as ours, we crave, we crave that faint ray of hope beyond the shadow of despair. And with that craving in mind, just take a look at why, not Willy Wonka, but why Jesus Christ appeared. Look at what the Apostle Paul writes in that little reading. He says, God's grace has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to life through the gospel. Now that is quite a claim. The appearing of Jesus. This little baby born in a manger in some insignificant place, this appearing, the claim is, enables the destruction of death and the arrival of light and life. That is quite a claim. Jesus is offering us not just some sort of little faint ray of hope, but he is offering us the brilliant shining light of eternal life, a, 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 a life connected to our creator that, that begins now and goes on through death into eternity. Jesus, he destroys death through his death and then he brings life through rising to new life. It's what we'll sing about when we sing that line in Heart the Herald in a few moments' time. We'll sing light and life to all he brings. Light and life, it is quite a claim. Some good friends of ours, Dave and Sarah, they're part of this church. And some years ago now, their first child was born, Daniel. And before Daniel was born, they knew that it was going to be such a tough time for them. As Daniel had been diagnosed with a fatal congenital heart defect. And dear Daniel lived for just 53 precious hours. 
The pain and the trauma was understandably huge, more than most of us have ever known or will ever know. And then three years later, Sarah gave birth to twins, twins who are now 12 years old. And one of those twins, Dave and Sarah, named her Zoe Kieran. And earlier this week, Sarah told me why they chose those names, Zoe, Kieran. Because Zoe means eternal life. And Kieran means eternal light. And they wanted to name one of their daughters with both those names, light and life, eternal light and eternal life, as a reminder to all who will listen that even after the darkest of seasons for them, Jesus Christ and only Jesus Christ could bring the hope of eternal light and life. Now, amongst us tonight... Not many of us will have experienced such a devastating bereavement as Dave and Sarah. But all of us here, every single one of us, will have known loss in some way. We'll have known disappointment and pain. All of us, we will know the shadow of despair in one form or another. All of us will. And yet, the wonder of Christmas is that all of us, we can also know the dazzling light of eternal life, conquering that despair. And here's how. We celebrate the birthdays of people who are alive, not those who are dead. And we celebrate Jesus' birth this Christmas time because he is alive today. At the first Christmas, there was the appearing of Christ Jesus as he came down from heaven, born as a little baby. But at the first Easter, there was the appearing of Christ Jesus as he came up from the grave, risen to new life. Kevin Mayhoe, he may say that the Wonka film is as hollow as an Easter egg, but Jesus' offer to you and me of eternal life, that offer, it is not hollow. And it's not hollow precisely because the Easter, not egg, but the Easter tomb, that was hollow. It was empty. For Jesus, he had conquered death. In the Wonka film, the whole premise is that Willy Wonka wants the joy of chocolate to be available to all, not just the rich. But of course, we know that when it comes to the original story, well, there are only five golden tickets available. We all know that. It's just tickets just for the few. But Jesus' offer, Jesus' offer is not just for the few. Jesus' offer of eternal life, it is for everyone. It is offered to each 
one of us here. By grace, no matter who you are, no matter what you have or have not done, Jesus' offer of eternal life, it is for each one of you, for everyone. And my prayer, my prayer is that this Christmas, this Christmas, despite any shadow of despair that may be in your life right now, my prayer is that as you see the one who is alive today, offering you that golden ticket of eternal life. I pray that you might receive that gift that Jesus offers to you. As we sang in our little town of Bethlehem, we sang how silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given. So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his heaven, eternal life. No ear may hear his coming. But in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him, Still, the dear Christ enters in. Today, would you receive Jesus and his gift to you of eternal life? As we stay seated, shall we pray? Let's pray. I'm just going to pray a short prayer and you might just want to echo this prayer in your heart. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, this Christmas time, I thank you that you appeared as a baby that first Christmas and that you appeared risen from the dead that first Easter. And Lord Jesus, today, I want to receive your gift to me of yourself and of eternal life. Lord Jesus, in this world of sin, including my own, I place my trust in you as my saviour. Jesus, please, would you enter in to my life that I might know your light and your life. Amen.